0: Had you actually read the email, you would know that the podcast you are about to listen to could contain explicit language and offensive content. These HR experts' views are not representative of their past, present, or future employers. If you have ever heard, my manager is unfair to me, I need you to reset my HR portal password, or can I write up my employee for crying too much, welcome to our little safe zone. Welcome. Welcome. And Jaded HR.
1: Welcome to Jaded HR, the podcast by two HR professionals who want to help you get through the workday by saying all the things you're thinking, but say them out loud. I'm Warren. Yeah, and this is Feathers. Alrighty. So, We didn't we're going to a bi weekly recording like we said in a previous episode. But get this. I while you were across the country and I was driving back from across the state, I attempted to record a solo episode using the app and I recorded it and I never even got to the point where I downloaded it or started to even try to edit it. So I'm thinking that will be if it turns out to be 25% decent. (laughs) That might go on our Patreon feed for Hallie and anybody else who wants to be a Patreon member like that, just to spice it up a little. But yeah, I tried, I I had an article that got me a little fired up and I ranted on it for a few minutes while driving eight hours across the wonderful state of North Carolina. So that's what I, I, I had. As I mentioned, we are going to a bi-weekly schedule. So if you missed us last week, just be looking for us. To the I guess like November 1st, I, can't, I don't have a calendar in front of me, somewhere right around there. We'll have another episode out again. But today I've got a few stories to to share. And the first one, it didn't have a title or excuse me, an author associated with the article. It came from J.D. Supra. Uh, a law blog on ten thirteen, and it was just attributed to the law firm of Constagdy Brooks Smith and Profeet. I hope I'm not butchering that too much as the author, but they don't like Miss Manners apparently. <laughs> basically, the, the stick of the shtick of this article is for Miss Manners to stay in her lane because recently she's been giving some. HR advice to some of her right readers or writers, or whatever you would call them. So, yeah, so she they gave a, a a few examples here. So one of the opening lines of the blog is, gentle readers of this blog, please do not take your employment law advice from Miss Manners. Here's the proof. Exhibit a, Miss Manners states it is rude to have your camera off during a video conference. And the writer, went on and and just butchered that. Uh, One line I took out of it was, uh, Miss Manor said, the letter writer should clearly communicate which meetings required on-camera presence and which did not. Okay. Then she said, some people might not come on camera even after being asked to do so. True. Then she said that people should explain why they were off camera and that was disrespectful for someone to explain that they weren't on camera because I don't wish you to see me in my curlers. (laughs) And then she wrote, people still wear curlers, (laughs) 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 but I don't have that problem. So exhibit B, uh, but they did talk about some ADA issues, you know, someone who may be hard of hearing needs to read the lips. And that that's obviously an exception, but just generally speaking, not a problem with must be on camera exhibit B. How do I deal with a co-worker whose, whose perfume gives me an asthma attack and seizures? And this time, the letter writer who worked in a mental health facility had asthma that was triggered by strong fragrances. She was fine with most of her co-workers and patients, but there was one therapist who wore strong, obnoxious, heavy perfume that the letter writer was afraid was going to cause her to have an asthma attack, which sometimes in turn caused her to have seizures. In addition, the letter writer had visual impairment and could not always see the therapist coming. Her Roma preceded her if you catch my drift. (laughs) The letter writer asked what to do. And uh, this is so funny the odor issues and the the, it's a typical HR issue, but Miss Manners did in indeed butcher this. Miss Manners advised the letter writer to talk directly to the therapist, and they say bad advice number one. And to lie to the therapist, pet advice number two. She said to tell the therapist that patients had complained about her perfume. Then Ms. Manners said, this will make it a question of patient care and not of her potentially putting you in a hospital. Okay, Ms. Manners, are they right? And then the letter writer gets fired after someone of an authority finds out that she was reporting bogus complaints from mental health patients. Great solution. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> uh, but it gets worse. Miss Manners understands that this technique will not help people who do not have patients, customers, or innocent people to target in this way. But the basic idea to shift blame of the perfume to the reaction. So, that's it. And basically, it ends with, stay in your fucking lane, Miss Manners. They write, Miss Manners, if you stop giving employment law advice, I'll stop giving advice on how to use a dessert fork. So, (laughs) if if you're going to Miss Manners... Which one's the dessert fork? I think is it's the, the one. one on top of, is like, that the one on top on the of the top? Plate? yeah, that's what I was yeah, about the, to say. The, the I think top, it's the, the one top on top. The, the smallest one. Yeah. The smallest fork. See, yeah. we have Cooth. <laughs> we know okay. the right forks. Are you sure?
0: <laughs> nah. I know us. <laughs> I know us. <laughs> At least I
1: know I know me pretty well. <laughs> yeah, that's a debatable topic, but I don't I don't have I don't go. To bougie restaurants like that, where they have multiple things, it's uh, you know, honestly, I don't go out to eat much anymore. Anyway, I I feel I can cook more and I can cook better myself. than then I get at Ninety percent of restaurants, I don't want to wait or pay an excessive fee for a "quote unquote" good restaurant. So,
0: well, talking about restaurants really quickly, I had something interesting happen to me yesterday. Uh, was it Chipotle? Oh no, it was not Chipotle. <laughs>
1: um,
0: I saw some family members that I haven't seen in about 14, 15 years, and they were telling me as we ate lunch yesterday, it was the first time they've eaten indoors since the pandemic. Wow. Are they from a a more heavily stricken area? Go ahead and say, what state? What's our favorite state?
1: Ooh, favorite state. Is it New Jersey?
0: No, that's one. New York? Nope. That's two. Come on. Oh.
1: Fucking California. California. Okay. California. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember the meme in California. You couldn't eat inside, but they put these like plastic tents over tables on the outside on the patio that you could eat in because you were outside, even though you were fully covered in, in the tent. That was, that was too much. But unfortunately COVID's making its presence known again. It doesn't seem to be as a, uh, Awful as it was, but it's 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 on the comeback.
0: Just in time for a nineteenth booster.
1: <laughs> I gave up on the boosters a while ago. Anyways, so it's this be like one, your annual, it's be like your annual flu, your annual flu shot, get your booster. Yeah, I, I'll be I'll be getting that shortly, actually. So this comes to us. The story comes to us from Morgan Smith on CNN, uh, their section called Make It. It's dated October 16th. And uh, not all adv- uh, uh, career advice is good advice. And I'll, I'll, I meant to start off by saying, this is not too jaded. It's actually something I preach to my children all the time. And it's it's actually really good, in my opinion, employment advice. But anyways, the old saying says, if you find something you love, you'll never work a day in your life. And it goes Bullshit. on to say that creates a Yeah, if you you find something you love, like a winning lottery ticket for $2 billion, you'll never work a day in your life. (laughs) But basically, you know, you'll have a dream job, it's stress free and da, 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 da. But Tiffany Boyd, who's McDonald's senior vice president and chief people officer in the United States, tells people to ignore that advice. She says, you know, people always say, What do you want to do in your career? But if you get an opportunity, she says, that's not your dream job. You'd be surprised how many doors it can open for your career, whether it's learning new skills, exploring a new city, meeting someone new who becomes a mentor, it gives all these things that can happen just by saying yes. And she goes on to say, well, how do you, how do you decide whether a job is worth taking you know, to stereotypical pros, cons things? But she does say, if this job would create havoc on your finances, personal relationships, or mental health, it's never worth it. But if those aren't issues, those issues aren't present, and the job offers growth opportunities, you can level up your career. You should at least give it a shot. Nothing has to be forever, but you might surprise yourself and find something you love or really good at. But you never know unless you take a chance. And it goes sounds back to, like
0: advice on love. You never know
1: until you take a chance. <laughs> <laughs> this season on The Bachelor,
0: <laughs> what was that ABBA song? Take a chance on me.
1: <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for dinner. I know that I'm too just, well. I'm just the sidekick here, folks, just the sidekick.
1: <laughs> you you trigger me. It, it's not you complete me, you, you trigger, trigger me. me. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, this is advice I've told my kids, you know, don't say no unless it's something illegal, immoral, you know, abhorrent in some way, shape, or form, don't say no. You find, you get opportunities by saying yes. I'll, I'll give a personal example without getting too specific. I was in a situation looking for a job, and a situation came up with a company I was not thrilled about joining, and yet I thoroughly enjoyed it. I learned it, and I originally thought this would be a temporary landing spot for me on my next thing and I, I ended up being there for some time but if I didn't say yes and I wasn't in a position to say no at that time to too much but it it does work out you say yes and you know like I said unless it's e- illegal immoral if you're looking for a job hey this this might be might not be ideal but let's see what it's got and if something better pops up you know people people walk each and every every day so crazy stuff but my next story is really, really. I read it this morning, actually, and I had to throw it in here. Uh, this comes to us from the BBC, and the the writer is Dear Bale Jordan, but they wrote on October 16th, and I'll just give the Reader's Digest version of it, the, the short attention span theater, which is my mind. Uh, this person, whose first name I would never be able to pronounce, but the last name is, I believe, Fikini. They worked at Citibank for seven years as a financial crime analyst. And I think that's very important for the story. He's a financial crime analyst. He was fired and as the Brits would say, sacked after submitting receipts for two meals on two days that were quote unquote fraudulent. On day one, he ordered two sandwiches and two coffees. On day two, he ordered and I'm going to butcher some words here: pasta pesto and bolog- bolognese <laughs> balbiani sauce. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not going to
0: a... correct you. I'm just going to leave it like that and, and hope somebody's riding your right now, going bolognese. What a fucking, yeah. There
1: you go. What a fucking yeah. idiot. <laughs> yeah, I, I, see. I can say the word if I'm not reading it. If I'm reading it, it's like I, mm, I could. Sure. Yeah. Reading is hard. I mean, we went to a fine <laughs> institution was. of higher knowledge, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. But he, the, the story went on to say that Citibank gives him, I guess, it's sort of like a per diem of 100 pounds a day for uh, allowance for expenses. So upon return, his manager asked him about his receipts. And Mr. Fiquete said, I was uh, on the business uh, trip by myself, and I had two coffees because they were very small. He further stated, on that day I skipped breakfast, I only had one coffee in the morning, and for lunch I had one sandwich and a drink and a coffee in the restaurant. I took another coffee back to the office with me and a second sandwich in the afternoon, which also served as my dinner. The person who got fired told City, all my expenses were within the 100-pound daily allowance. If you could please outline what your concern is, I don't think I have to justify my eating habits to this extent. But it goes further. Citibank escalated the matter to its security investigation department, which also questioned Mr. Faquete about whether he had shared the meal pasta pesto in Bolognese with his partner, to which he replied, no. So he ended up getting fired over a sandwich, a coffee, and a shared pasta dish. Uh, The judge in in Great Britain wrote, I found that this case is not about the sums of the money involved. The case is about the filing of expenses and the claim of the conduct, uh, expense claim and the conduct thereafter. It is significant that the claimant did not make any full and frank disclosure at the first opportunity, and he did not answer questions directly. The judge added, the claimant was employed in a position of trust in a global financial institution. Uh, I'm very satisfied even with the expense claim had been filed under a misunderstanding. There was an obligation upon the claimant to throw up and rectify the position at the first opportunity. I accept the respondent required a commitment of honesty from its employee. So a sandwich, a coffee, and some bolognese sauce. So that was cost this dude his job. But I, I do agree with the judge that in, if you're a financial investigator and you're doing things like that, what what are you letting go by? What do you also consider acceptable when you're working at a financial institution? So I, I think that that plays a part in it. You know, I don't know. I ac- once earlier this year actually I accidentally used my company credit card to buy something personal. And I realized that as soon as I pulled it out of the little credit card machine, I was like, oh, shit. You know, and I was like, can you cancel that, cancel that order? Nope, it's gone. And uh, I was like, so anyways, that that was uh, interesting. But and the first thing I did, I went straight to work, told my boss, hey, I was not paying attention. Uh, I was on the phone, da-da-da-da, put my phone, my, the wrong card in the machine and was not even paying attention. So hey, certain positions you get I I also think if he had just not lied, oh yeah, my wife came with me and we shared a a coffee or whatever. And we shared breakfast, lunch, whatever this is and things like that. So I am going to try, let's see if I can do this on the phone. going to use old school recording so you can hear this. I'm going to pull this up on my phone and then edit it into the software. Like we did that one time. See if I can get this And I'm sure every HR person has had the claim. My boss is yelling and screaming at me and being rude to me. Getting uh, I'm getting chewed out by my boss. Basically, that's sort of a long and story short, long and short story of it. I'm singing to myself the da <laughs> You're welcome. Let's see if I could pull this up. He's finna give it to somebody. Hey there. I'm like, Oh, 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 it's me. So like when he was saying that, uh, I mean, he was telling me the time of the blitz on the motion. And I know y'all seen like, how many times will I have to tell you, you know, the word? But uh, like when he said that, it was kind of like one of those things that you just have to not hear how he's saying it, but you have to hear what he's saying. And I mean, it's another thing when you look at it as far as never knowing when the camera's on you and being coachable. And I feel like the relationship that I have with him, he knows that I could take coaching like that. And it's hard coaching. And when you choose to come here, you never know when he could chew you out. Uh, like people always say, you should be worried when he's not saying something. Dang, boy, he mad. So that is Terian Arnold plays for Alabama. Love Alabama or hate him. Love Nick Saban or hate him. He's talking about Nick Saban, and Nick Saban got. Uh, there was a lot of social media interest. He comes off the field, and Nick Saban is just honestly losing his shit at this kid, and he is literally getting chewed out. I don't know how many times his HR person. Oh my boss has chewed me up. Now I was like. Right there, I saw it, that's not chewing out or anything. And I, I think that that's, the kid has a great possibility. And I think this is also another example why I think student athletes or athletes in general make great employees because they know the difference between truly getting chewed out or just being having constructive criticism. And this article comes to us from Karen Michael in the Richmond Times-Dispatch on October 15th. So I'm gonna, this is her LinkedIn post about the article, and we're just going to read the entire thing. Imagine a college student being more mature than 99% of employees who get hard coaching or any constructive feedback at all. No employee should ever be chewed out or yelled out ever. It's It's not acceptable to be in an environment of fear. But employees are quite soft these days and tend to see people... Boy, But employees are quite soft these days, and I see too many people that claim hostile environment when, in fact, the employee needs to look in the mirror. The employee received a coaching or warning because the employee is not doing what needs to be done in the moment. The coaching and discipline is a gift. The manager cares enough about the employee's career that the manager is willing to spend a few minutes to let that employee know that he or she is doing what he or she is doing in the moment is not going to help them be successful." Unfortunately, that's not how most employees see it. The man should teach a masterclass on maturity and receiving feedback. And yeah, if you saw the video clip, Nick Saban is laying into this kid. It was on Sports Center and it's drawn like the social media oh, he's so mean. Nick Saban's so mean to this kid. And the kid's like, "Hey, I, you know, I didn't pay attention to whatever blitz uh, package was at me or whatever. I I didn't I don't know what the situation was, but he he ate his lunch and i i know it does happen in the professional environment i know that employ there are employers who yell and scream and throw hissy fits but the manager but you know if but when the manager's just giving you constructive feedback and you think they're they're chewing you up no and I recently had someone talking about a manager chewing them out. I know that manager very well. I would be hard pressed to see that manager chew anybody out for anything. They would probably give you good constructive criticism, but not chew out. So, yeah that that's a that's something we have to deal with in HR all the time. The manager hurt my feelings, and if this kid's feelings aren't hurt after after that Nick Saban rant, then hey. Good for him. So those are all the things that I lined up for today. Uh, uh, anything anything, fun, fun, interesting going on in your HR world?
0: No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I'm either extra jaded right now or it's end of the year stress is starting. Um, uh, so you name it, like, oh, yay, open enrollment's coming up. Then We're not there yet. Annual reviews will be
1: starting, and this will be. Yeah, there,
0: yeah. So I don't
1: want to jinx myself, but this year our annual review is going. I, I'm,
0: going I'm not going to say yeah, it, but just stop. It, it's just going. Stop. Just stop. Yeah. Just stop.
1: Yeah, I'm going to it's stop before I ruin it. It's but not worth it. Just stop. I ran some reports just yep. this morning, yep. and I was shocked, <laughs> and I, in a good way. So (laughs) when an HR person is shocked in a good way, that's, that's something. So, (laughs) but anyways, that's all I've got for you today. I want to thank Andrew Kolpa, the voice of our disclaimer at the beginning and the underscore orchestra for the use of their music, double the double for our intro and outro music. Our best practice for the day is... Learn the difference between getting chewed out and getting constructive criticism. And damn it, Miss Manners, stay in your lane. So, <laughs> make sure you know uh, which one the salad fork is. <laughs> Not even the dessert I'm fork. i Google the it. When salad done. fork
0: is the most important.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you start on the outside and you work your way in, and then the dessert fork is the one on top. I, I think
0: so, like, they, you just go so much with those comments. Just, yeah. <laughs> but
1: anyway as always exa- i'm exa-
0: one and sometimes i'm feathers i don't know
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we're here helping you survive hr1 what the fuck moment at a time